You're listening to the Legend Vest Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Legend Vest Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Gavin. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Today's topic is about crushing mompreneurship. But you guys, I'm so excited because we have someone very, very special here on the podcast, and her name is Latrice Claiborne, and she'll be joining us for today's episode. So Latrice is a systems and operations strategist who has helped hundreds of amazing entrepreneurs totally transform their business back end from blah to all systems go. Latrice specializes in making back-end business systems and processes seamless for small business owners. She's an Infusionsoft certified consultant and lover of all things marketing automation. Aside from Trinity Business Solutions, she also owns TLC Images Photography with her husband, Tim. She's the mother of two wonderful little boys, a songbird, and a big ball of energy. Without further ado, everyone, please welcome Latrice Claiborne. Latrice, Thank you welcome. so much. Thank you. How are you today? I'm great. Really happy to be here. Absolutely. Well, thanks for agreeing to be on the podcast. You're just crushing it online. And for you guys, um, those of you who may not know, um, I met Latrice actually online on Instagram these days. And I saw um, a shout out post on the Budget Nisa's Instagram. And Latrice actually helps Tiffany automate her business. So I was so impressed with what she's doing and helping entrepreneurs take the stress out of you know, managing their systems and she has a beautiful family and I figured we got to have her on the show. So are you ready to get started, Latrice? I am. Awesome. So before we jump into business and all that fun stuff, I definitely want us to get to know you just a little bit more. So tell us, you know, where are you from? What do you like to do for fun? I am currently in Fredericksburg, Virginia. This is where I was born and raised. It is a I like to give people a reference point. It is right in the middle of D.C. and Richmond, so directly in between the two of them. It's a growing area, but it's a little countryer than most areas, but I love it. I just, even though I have a lot of energy and I'm always go, 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 I really like living in a quieter area like that. Um, it's it's just a nice place. You can get where you want to go without uh, traffic, and uh, I enjoy it. Um, it's where my family is. Um, my church is here. I'm very involved as far as what I'm doing, what I do outside of work. Um, my husband and I both have businesses together and it's a lot of work and we're always busy doing a ton of things. But when I'm not doing business, I am helping out at church all the time, uh, whether it's the youth dance group or I'm in charge of their step team or singing there at church. Singing is what I enjoy the most. So I do a lot of just a lot of singing, different places, doing a lot of that. On the more non-busy working side, really, if I'm not doing all that, I like to lay down and watch TV, which rarely happens. So <laughs> I just like to relax and get some quiet time whenever I can. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I, I love that you spend your time giving back to the community and singing is one of your passions, which is awesome. And I love that. And there's nothing wrong like when it's all said and done. If you can just chill, relax, watch some TV, that's that's a good night yes, too. Ma'am. So <laughs> I live for those nights, trust me. That's awesome. 
Wonderful. So what I love about what you do is, you know, you help entrepreneurs manage their projects and processes and so that they can actually focus on growing their business. Because once you start a business, you're wearing a lot of hats, truthfully. And so I I definitely want to hear more about your story and how did you get into marketing automation and managing systems? Honestly, it's really just about the opportunities God has really presented me that have just been like, oh, whoa, just like fell in my lap. And um, I actually was working for a company where I was doing the marketing and business development there. And I was hired for, I wasn't hired initially for that. And my position eventually involved, evolved into that. And once it evolved into that, I started to get more responsibilities. And at the time there was just so much, it was just like, oh my gosh, like they have me doing everything. But really now that I look back, I'm really grateful for the opportunity. And I truly believe everything happens for a reason. So I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity because it introduced me to so many different things that were seeds that really just planted the seed for what my business is now. Um, My business has come to fruition from things that I started, I was introduced to years and years ago, even Infusionsoft. When it comes down to Infusionsoft, I was hired and they were like, hey, we got this thing called Infusionsoft. Nobody knows it. Here you go. Learn it. I was just like, oh, okay, sure. So I had to learn it. I had to learn Infusionsoft. Um, I had to do things like SOPs and putting systems and processes in order. And it was stuff that I did not have. I had, I was always interested in, even down to when I was a child. I had a system for every single thing that I did all the time. There was a process with everything that I did. And I'm just, it just made me, I mean, I could function without one, but with a system being in place, it was like, wow, I was really intrigued by how efficient, how efficient I was and how efficient things went when there was a system in place. Even as a child, from playing with my toys, there was a certain process with how I did things. My brothers, and, my brother and sister would go crazy. My mom would leave home, and she would give us like a little list of chores. She was, especially in the summer, she was a teacher. So when they would go back to school, the teachers went earlier, and she would leave us home. And I would, I was the oldest, so she would give us a list of chores. Like, here's everything I need you guys to do. And she would write them down, and we would be asleep. And when we woke up, there would be chores on the steps. So I knew every day to wake up. First thing I would do is go down, see what chores mom left for us. Even though we all know you really don't really take care of all of that until you know your parents are on the way and you're rushing last minute to scramble and do anything. (laughs) But it still ended up being that way. But still, I would take that list and I would write out a process and a time and I would break the chores up into lists. Like my brother would do this, then my sister would do this. And then if I did this, then she would do like, it was a whole process and it would drive him crazy. But I was so intrigued by that. And I'm like, well, if we do this, we can get it done on time and we can. And I just had a whole reason behind all of that. So from that point all the way up through till I was an adult, I was intrigued by all of that. I studied that, but I never actually had hands-on experience with someone trusting me to do that within their business. So the company I was working for, it was just like, wow, they trust me to do this. So I had to get it done. And I was just so intrigued by that. So by doing all of that, I eventually evolved into being married and having kids and all of that. And it was when I was on maternity leave, I, it was like, I, it just hit me. I'm like, eh, I don't think I want to continue to, because here we have the commute and which is like most places. Um, I had a commute and it wasn't terrible, but it, I still had to have my kids at daycare, both of them. At that time I had a two month old and a two year old. And so I had to have a two year old and a two month old at daycare by 7 a.m. every day. So having to have them at daycare and I had my two-month-old at the time was colic. 
he was a colicky baby and he, you know, had the pain and the screaming and he never mm-hmm. slept. So not sleeping every night and taking them, having them, you know, having to get up at five and get them to daycare by seven and all that. I was just like, you know what? I'm over it. And I spent two hours of my day on the road. I'd rather spend that time with my kids. And then on top of that, we had the photography business already. I was already volunteering. Um, I was in, I'm currently the vice president of the regional black chamber of commerce here in my region. So having to, I was wanting to get more involved in the community and doing all that. That's a whole job in itself. And doing all of those different things. I'm like, you know what? I really need to figure something out with my time. What is going on? And I have a lot on my plate. So I remember talking to my husband about it and I did research and I kept seeing virtual assisting and that's kind of how I got my feet wet in the virtual world. And so long story short, I became a virtual assistant. My job became my first client because when I left, they did not want me to leave. So they became my first client, which is a word in itself. Listen, if you're afraid, take the leap, leap, jump, go, because you'd be amazed at how your parachute will open up as soon as you leave. And that's exactly what happened. I just took the leap and I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I did have a backup plan, which was a key. Uh, we did save three months of my income. Like we did all of that stuff just to make sure we have a family. We have to be responsible. We had to do what we needed to do to make sure we had diapers and our children ate and we had formula. So we still had to do those things, but it was still scary. And I still had to leap and I had to do it anyway. And so I got my feet wet in the virtual assisting world and Long story short, I niched down and I got into systems because that's kind of what I was making all of my clients in my VA life do. I was like, okay, well, we need this. We need to implement that. And you need a process for this. And I'm like, why am I doing all of these things when really what I love is systems and operations and the tech and the software and tools behind it? I need to just specialize in that. So that again was another leap because I'm like, well, will anybody pay for what I'm asking are there people that really only want to hire for this? I had to talk myself down out of those things. And I did my market research and I was like, wow, people are doing this. This is possible. Let me just do it. And I did. And it was amazing. And I have not looked back and I'm still enjoying it. And I love it. Wow. That is really impressive. And it goes to show, I mean, that leap of faith has really paid off. That's incredible. And you you definitely dropped a lot of bombs there. And I love that how your job ended up turning into a client for you, which is really cool. But I love that you tried something new. And this is something I encourage a lot of people to do because you'd be surprised you can discover what you like and what you don't like. And you can even find your passion or your new purpose when you try new things. That's incredible. So systems, it seems like since you were a young child, you know, itemizing all those chores has been in your blood since then. <laughs> it's incredible. It is. And who, who knew that you'd be where you are today, right? I love hearing stories like that. So I know we're talking a lot about systems and I have a lot of people uh, that are our listeners that are startup entrepreneurs are just getting started. They're at the very beginning. So some of them are probably going, I don't even know what a system is. So can you talk about why is it important to have a system in our business? What exactly is that? What does that look like? Well, systems is such a general term. It's like, it can mean so many things to different people. But for me, my target is online businesses. So I work with women with female online businesses. And so women in the online space, they get it when you say systems. Whereas if I were to talk to a traditional business owner and I were to say systems, they'd be like, what, IT? Um, That's what I would get for the most part. They think it's IT and they're like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. They don't really get it. 
So systems is a non-cute term, but it works in the online space. You understand when someone says systems to you as an online business owner, you get it. Um, For me, the reason as a business owner, I understand why systems are so important because I'm a business owner who has been through this, who has had a messy business. Things were just Mm -hmm. a mess and I was overwhelmed. And I'm like, why do I feel so overwhelmed? And I started clocking everything I did all day. I used Toggle, which if you're not using Toggle or a time management software, Toggle is a great one, T-O-G-G-L. I would use Toggle and I would clock every minute of my day that I was working. And I'm like, okay, where's my time going? And I'm looking and I'm like, I'm spending four hours on client work a day. That's what I used to spend. I was like, four hours? Why am I so tired? It was because in order for me to set up everything to get the tasks done for them, I had to, I had stuff all over the place. Um, In order to onboard a new client, there was stuff all over the place. In order to have a discovery call with a prospect, everything was all over the place. Like I had nothing, I had things in random places and I was manually doing everything. Where when you couple systems and automation together, it takes the manual work out of everything because one robot can do the work of three people. So me knowing that, I'm like, okay, I need to put some systems in place so that I can write down the process of what I want done. And then I can implement that in a tool that will automate this system and this process for me. So instead of having everything all over the place, I was able to, okay, let me write out everything that I want done. When I onboard a new client, these are the things that I want to happen. Is there a tool that I can set up that can have the automation in place to do at least half of these tasks for me so that I'm not manual. It's not taking me an hour to onboard a new client. And it's not taking me, you know, me remembering to send emails. Hey, did you remember to send me your logo and upload your files and send me your login and credentials? Instead of me remembering to do all of those things, the system does it for me. So it makes life so much easier versus me doing all of that. The system can do it for me. And that's the very important part about systems. Instead of us wearing so many hats, For me, I now have a team, but in the beginning I didn't. And I rode that as long as I could. I didn't have a team as long as I'm like, as long as I don't need to have the expense, let me go ahead and not have a team. But I had my systems in place that ran everything for me. So I didn't need one for so long. And it just helped me to grow my business a lot more. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. That was vital. And thank you for mentioning that resource toggle. I'll definitely put that in the show notes. And Ooh, I, I tell our listeners all the time, you know, when you're starting that business, you're, it does feel like a frenzy and you're spending yeah. countless hours on growing your business and you feel like you're all over the place. And sometimes it feels like you're not mm-hmm. getting anything done. And I know for me, um, so my husband and I, very similar to you, we're business partners as well. And we've been in business um, since 2012 and we've been able to grow Wonderful. our business together. Thank you. Before we had a child. And I always joke around and say, you know, our business was our, our child. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you, after I had a baby and he's a year and a half now, everything changed. <laughs> <laughs> and man, like, I feel like I'm now in a place where I'm, I'm actually kind of like starting over in a way, trying to get my groove back and trying to get back into, um, you know, fulfilling myself with my purpose and things of that nature. Because once you become a mom, a lot of things you do put to the back burner and, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to adjust, you know, things like that. So I'm glad that you mentioned that resource. I'm actually going to check that out myself, but something I definitely encourage our entrepreneurs is you definitely want to be efficient. You want to put those systems and checklists in place so that you're not 
you know, beating a dead horse or doing a bunch of redundancies and wasting your time because you really want to spend most of your time getting customers, talking to your customers, you know, talking to prospects, networking. You don't want to have to stay up late at night working on an Excel spreadsheet or something that's Mm -hmm. so, you know, that's so trivial that either an admin can do or maybe a system like Toggle could do for you. So I'm so glad that you you brought that up. But wow, yeah. I mean, once you have everything in place, it just runs so smoothly. And now you can have your time back. Yeah. Wow, love that. So in moving on to the next question, and this is definitely something I want to hear from you on, because as a mom and as a wife, you own two businesses. You know, how the heck do you balance all of those responsibilities? Um, I don't know sometimes. <laughs> no, I, um, some days I'm like, Whew, okay. Like um, yesterday was one of those days, just so much going on and so much to do. And literally my schedule was like packed every hour from sunup to sundown, from getting up in the morning to running to everything. Cause usually how it works um, and this summer has been a little different of a schedule because I, for the past three summers, um, I've kept my kids home with me for the summer. And it's just something I think is special that we like to do, which is something someone shared with me. So I'll share with everyone else. I was kind of complaining and I was like, uh, oh, I'm going to keep my kids home. And this was the first summer I did it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. For the summer, instead of sending them to daycare, man, I have so much to do and I have to work. And I was just talking about everything I have to do and how much of a stressor it would be to keep them home and I'm like man I am considering just gonna put them put them in back in daycare and um this guy I was talking to he told me he said here's the thing my kids are grown you have not even 18 summers with them because for some of those summers they're either a teenager and working or away at camps or doing whatever or they're a baby and you really can't engage and have activities with them so you really don't get 18 summers with them take advantage of every single summer you get 18 summers is not a lot and you won't get that many. Take advantage of every single one. Make those summers the most memorable summers they could have that they'll look back and be like, wow, my mom's amazing. She did all of that with me and she sacrificed and took so much time to make sure that I enjoyed my childhood at least during the summers all the time. So I was like, you know what? Perspective. I'm changing my perspective. So from that moment on, every summer we have a blast. We go places. At the beginning of the summer, they make a list of everything they want to do. And we knock out the list all summer long. And at the end of the summer, we go through and say, okay, what did we do this summer? So they start school next week. So we just did it the other day. What did we do? And they were like, wow, when we went through the list, did we go to the amusement park? Yes. Did we go to the fair? Yes. Did we go on vacation? Yes. Like they got to check off everything. They had, my kids are small. So they had little stuff like water balloons. Did we do water balloons? Yay. Little things like that. And it was amazing to be able to do those things for them. But just making sure you manage everything. So for me, for the summer is a little off schedule, but typically during the school year when my kids are not there, um, I get up at five. And for me, prayer and devotions and all of that good stuff, spending time with God is important. So 5 a.m. is my time, my time with God. 6 a.m. I leave. I have my best friend. We go to the gym. I go to the gym with her and we get our exercise, our gym time. For me, that is part of my self-care. That is, that is self-care to me. To actually be somewhere, my kids literally go everywhere with me. Unless I'm going to a business meeting, which they've been to those as well. My kids go every, everywhere with me. So actually getting in the car and going to the gym without them is self-care for me. Quiet time, a quiet car ride on the way to the gym is beautiful. Um, we go to the gym. I have my gym time just for about 40 min- 45 minutes to an hour. 
come home and it's time to rock and roll. Get up, get them out, get them to school, all of those good things. Um, and I come back and I make sure that I am at my desk working by 9 a.m. 9 a.m. I'm working and I pretty much work all day. Now, some of the things that I do, I plan every day the night before. I don't just wing it ever. Winging it does not work for me. I'm such a planner that winging it does not work. So having to just go and sit at my desk and like, hmm, what am I going to do today? I cannot function like that. I have to plan my day out at least the night before, if not sometime during that day, the day before. So I plan my whole day out as far as what I'm doing at each different time. And I don't just do everything every day. Like I have a content day. I have a day where I'm assessing my goals and I'm doing planning and I'm, you know, pitching people for podcasts or blog or guest blogging or speaking engagements, researching those types of things. So I have different days that I do different things. I have meetings on specific days where people can book meetings. So I'm not just having meetings whenever. Um, so those types of things, there's a ton of different things, but those types of things are how I plan and keep my schedule on point because there was a point in time where I was working so much that it was kind of like my kids would see me working all the time. And I didn't want that to be what they remember about mommy. Mommy worked and we had everything we ever needed and we got everything we wanted, but mommy worked. That's great for them to have everything they need. However, I don't want them to see just mommy's, mommy work, 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 works. That's it. I wanted them to see me as at least balanced for the most part. I want them to understand it's not just all about money and business and material things. Like I want them to understand the quality time that I spend with them. We go places, we have fun, we read books, we talk. I can communicate with my mom. I can be open with my mom. Those types of things. I have a really great relationship with my mother. That's more important to me. So for me, planning my day allows me to be able to cut it off. Work ends and then I go and I have family time and I spend time with my family. And it was not always like that. Trust me. There was times when it was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I work all morning, all night and I never sleep and I literally just feed the kids and then I'm back at my desk. So there were times when it was like that and I had just had to put a stop to it. 